thing. All right. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to episode 77 of the Benny in the Booth podcast. Thank you so much for the support to this point. I very much do appreciate it. Um, I mentioned it on YouTube before I hit the go lot, before I uh, started the audio recording. So just for those on audio, uh, next week's episode is either going to be around this time or is going to be pushed off till Wednesday due to I'm possibly going to a Yankee game on Tuesday. Uh, or if not for that, I'm going to be coming home on Tuesday uh, and we'll need more time before I can go live with uh, next week's episode. So either way, next week's episode is going to be delayed, whether it's to Wednesday or a few hours. I am not sure at the current moment. Um, but otherwise, there's not much else to say. Uh, let's get right into it. One thing I actually also want to talk about is the Browns made an interesting trade. As Darius Smith we, is no longer a Minnesota Viking. He got traded to the Cleveland Browns along... I'll just have to find this. Hold on. Uh, hold on. Here we go. Traded, uh, the Browns got Zadarius Smith and a 2025 6th and 7th round picks from the Minnesota Vikings for 2024 and 2025 5th round picks. Very interesting trade, a huge trade, a piece that can help the Browns defense very much and be a huge piece alongside Miles Garrett on the defense, on the defense. And uh, interested to see how it goes, and we'll see what happens. So, right to NBA, let's get an update. Conference semifinals wrap up as that has ended, and conference finals start tonight. Conference semifinals, Miami and the Knicks. My Knicks took game five at home, 112-103 to force a game six. But Miami won game six at home, 96-92 to advance the Eastern Conference Finals for the second consecutive year. Uh, between Boston and Philly, Phil, Boston took game six to send it back to the Garden for game seven, and they won game seven, winning game six, 95-86, winning game seven, 112-88 to advance the Eastern Conference Finals. And for the second straight year, it's Celtics Heat in the Eastern Conference Finals. That game will be at 8.30 on ESPN on TNT, sorry, uh, tomorrow night. Uh, for the West, the Lakers and the Warriors, the Warriors took game five at home, 121-106, forced back to L.A. for game six. But the Lakers won game six at home, 122-101, to advance to the Western Conference Finals for the first time since COVID bubble year. And then for Phoenix and Denver, Denver took game six at home, 125-100, to advance to the Western Conference Finals. And Lakers Nuggets begin tonight at 8.30 p.m. Eastern on ESPN, game one. Uh, something I realized, by the way, actually, about the how the NBA playoffs are at at the moment, there is a possibility of two very interesting playoff uh, NBA Finals matchups. Uh, either we could get the bubble NBA Finals rematch between the Lakers and the Heat, which the Lakers won, or we could get a Celtics-Lakers matchup for the first time since 2010, and those are always good, fun, and interesting when the two teams play each other uh, in the uh, – even in general – 
especially uh, when it comes to the NBA Finals. So we'll see how things play out. But definitely keep an eye because that either of those two, and then obviously there's also Denver possibility of making it instead being Denver Boston or Denver Miami. Um, of the two, like if I had to say between the Lakers and Boston or Lakers and Heat, which I would rather, honestly, I'd rather Lakers Celtics because it's always a fun, a fun. They always provide a lot of fun in every finals matchup, uh, whether current, either more recent or more back. It's always a more fun and intriguing matchup, and I'd be I'm kind of down for it uh, this year, especially with it being a high possibility. But we'll see what happens. Could be the Lakers don't make it to the NBA Finals and then Denver wins, and it doesn't matter really either way. And it's just Denver and whoever advances out of the East. But we'll see what happens. So, MLB Weekly Recap. There's a whole bunch that has gone on. Uh, there was actually a day where there was like six games, and I only had like one thing from the entire day. It was like Thursday. And I had barely anything from it because it was just like six games. Uh, but let's get right into it. So going back to Wednesday. Seven run fifth, including Anthony Volpe, first career Grand Slam leads the Yankees over the A's. 11-3. Carlos Perez and Jace Pearson went back back in the second. With 5-4 Marlins win over the Diamondbacks, they are now 12-0 and in one-run games this year. Passing 1972 match for most consecutive wins in games decided by one run in MLB history. I don't know what it is up to date now, but up until that point on Wednesday, Freddie Freeman and Will Smith both solo went back to back in the fourth and 8 1 Dodgers win over the Brewers. Justin Verlander in his first, first, uh, got his first win as a Met going seven innings, giving up two hits, one run. And seven strikeouts in the Mets two to one win over the Reds. With that win, Justin Verlander has now beaten all thirty teams in MLB in his entire career. And with save in Red Sox five two win against the Braves, Kenley Jansen officially has recorded his four hundredth career save. Congratulations to him! Uh, I knew he was going to get it with how close he was going into the season, and he finally got that uh, mark check mark uh, off of his career. So, that's from Wednesday. The one thing from Thursday with four-hit game, four-for-four, three-RBI and home run. Casey Schmidt's eight hits in three games is tied for the most hits in the first career three games in Giants history since Willie McCovey in, uh, way back in a 6-2 Giants one over the Diamondbacks. From Friday, five-run second helps Seattle over Detroit 9-2. Jake Fraley threw homer game in Cincinnati. 7-4 win over the Marlins. Yuri Perez was called up, made his major league debut in this game, went four two-thirds, giving up four hits, two runs, two walks, seven strikeouts, and got the no decision. Cedric Mullins hit for the cycle in the Orioles' 6-3 win over the Pirates for Orioles' 12th cycle in franchise history and first since Jonathan VR in 2019. Anthony Rizzo, two-homer game on his own bobblehead night, leads the Yankees over the race 6-5. Chris Bassett had a complete game shutout giving up two hits, two walks, and eight strikeouts in a Blue Jays 3-0 win over the Braves. Emmanuel Valdez and Connor Wong went back-to-back in the fifth and Red Sox 8-6 loss to the Cardinals. And Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman went back-to-back in the seventh and the Dodgers 4-2 win over the Padres. That is from Friday. From Saturday, Alex Kirilov had a two-homer game in the Twins' 11-1 victory over the Cubs. Joey Gallo and Alex Kirilov went back-to-back in the third. 
Both Rays and Yankees both had five run innings, fifth for Tampa, sixth for Yankees, and a 9-8 Yankees win. Aaron Judge also had a two-homer game in this game. Six run eighth helps Guardians over the Angels 8-6. Christian Yelich had a two-homer game in the Brewers 4-3 win over the Royals. With strikeout of Joey Weimer, Zach Greinke is now fifth. Now is fifth pitcher in MLB history to strike out 1,000 plus different hitters in career. And with seven four victory, Phillies victory over the Colorado Rockies, the Phillies won a series in Colorado for the first time since July 13th to the 15th in 2012. They did not win. They did not sweep as the Rockies won the finale for nothing. And then from from Sunday, seven run third and eighth. Seven run third and eight. Seven run eighth leads the Twins over the Cubs, sixteen to three. Two touchdowns, two two point conversions, and a one to one field goal. To put in football terms, it was like a meme. Uh, someone put around that like Vikings hammered the Bears, sixteen to three. It, it literally is a football score. Uh, but anyways, eight run fifth leads the Mets over the Nationals in game two of quote unquote doubleheader because the first game was a game suspended from Saturday, eight to two. Five run fifth helps Rays over the Yankees eight seven. Seven run second helps Brewers over the Royals nine six. With some home run in the first by Salvador Perez, Kansas City now ha- has now homered in thirteen straight games, second longest in Kansas City Royals history, behind fifteen games in two thousand one. They did not get a homer in the next game as they got shot out twelve nothing. Spoiler: Eight run eighth leads Rangers over the A's eleven to three. Oh uh, no! Wait, no yeah, no sorry they did not play the. Uh, Braves. My bad. I'm thinking of uh, Rangers. And then Yiner Diaz hit his first major league home run in at fourth in Astros 4 3 win over the White Sox. I forget who they played yesterday. Let's see. Huh. I don't know why I thought they played. Uh, me being stupid. Uh, wait, what am I doing? What are you doing, my boy? What am I doing? <laughs> they even play? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, sorry, they didn't because they got, uh, we'll get to that in a moment, but they did not. And then from yesterday, five run fourth leads Angels over the Orioles, 9-5. Aaron Judge, two homer game in Yankees, 7-4 win versus the Blue Jays. By the way, Shohei Otani was a double off the cycle in the Angels-Orioles game. Cal Raleigh, two-homer game, one from each side of the plate, and Mariners 10-1 win over the Red Sox. 10-run eighth helps the Cardinals over the Brewers, 18-1. Yes, you heard me, 10-run eighth. Brenton Doyle, two-homer game in the Rockies, 9-8 win over the Reds. Michael Walker carries no-hitter in the eighth inning, broken on Michael Massey, leadoff single. Career-high 11 strikeouts in Padres, 4-0 win over the Royals. That is how the Royals were not able to homer yesterday. And Max Muncy, two-homer game in Dodgers, 9-8 win in 12 innings over the Twins. Willis went to Max Muncy, went back-to-back in the first inning. That is the game's part of the MLB Weekly Recap. First standings update. Rays for the AL East, the Rays in first place at 31-11, ending on a one-game win streak, followed by the Orioles at 26-15, ending on a two-game losing streak. Followed by the Blue Jays at 24-17, ending on a one-game losing streak. Followed by the Yankees at 24-19, ending on a one-game win streak. Followed by the Red Sox at 22-20, ending on a four-game losing streak. For the AL Central, the Twins in first place at 23-19, ending on a one-game losing streak. Followed by the Guardians at 19-21, ending on a two-game losing streak. Followed by the Tigers at 18-21, ending on a one-game win streak. Followed by the White Sox at 14-28, ending on a one-game losing streak. Followed by the Royals at 12-31, ending on a four-game losing streak. And then in the AL West... Rangers in first place. No, 
sorry. Rangers in first place, 25 and 16, ending on a one-game losing streak, followed by the Astros at 22 and 19, ending on a two-game losing win streak, followed by the Angels at 22 and 20, ending on a one-game win streak, followed by the Mariners at 21 and 20, ending on a one-game win streak, followed by the Athletics at 9 and 34, ending one point around a five-game losing streak, ending on a three-game losing streak. They're the only team that has not reached double-digit wins so far this year, or this year. But they're one away from getting double digits. We'll see uh, when that happens. That's for the AL. For the NL East, the Braves in first place at 26 and 15, ending on a one-game win streak, followed by the Marlins at 20 and 21, ending on a two-game losing streak, followed by the Phillies at 20 and 21, and one point we're on a five-game win streak, ending on a one-game win streak, followed by the Mets at 20 and 22, ending on a one-game losing streak, followed by the Nationals at 18 and 23, ending on a one-game win streak. For the NL Central, the Brewers in first place at 23 and 18, ending on a one-game losing streak, followed by the Pirates at 23 and 19, ending on a one-game losing streak, win streak, sorry, followed by the Cubs at 19 and 22, ending on a three-game losing streak, followed by the Reds at 18 and 23, ending on a two-game losing streak, followed by the Cardinals at 17 and 25, ending on a four-game win streak. And then for the AL NL West, Dodgers in first place at 27 and 15, ending on a six-game win streak, followed by the Diamondbacks at 24 and 18, ending on a four-game win streak, followed by the Padres at 20 and 22, one point around a five-game losing streak, ending on a one-game win streak, followed by the Padres at 18 and 23, ending on a one-game win streak, followed by the Rockies at 18 and 24, ending on a two-game win streak. That is it for the standings part, and just to go over for today's schedule, which some of these games are actually about to start. Angels at Orioles at 6:35, Tiger Pirates at Tigers at 6:40, Nationals and Marlins at 6:40, Yankees at Blue Jays at 7:07, Mariners at Red Sox at 7:10, Rays and Mets at 7:10, Cardinals at sorry Brewers at Cardinals at 7:45, Raves at Rangers at 8:05, Cubs at Astros at 8:10, Guardians at White Sox at 8:10. Rock, Reds at Rockies at 8.40. Diamondbacks at A's at 9.40. Royals at Padres at 9.40. Phillies and Giants at 9.45. And then Twins and Dodgers at 10. Uh, 10. That is this week's episode of the podcast. Thank you so much for watching and listening. If you are new on YouTube, leave a like. Hit the subscribe button. Leave a notification bell to notify when I go live and or post a video. If you're new on audio, follow the podcast. Leave a review. Hit the notification bell to notify when I go post on there. Thank you so much for watching and listening. And I will see you next week's episode, episode 78. Bye.